Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. Expand, just like connect like we we aren't communities anymore right how many people know their next door neighbor right right yeah so it's like we need to solve this imagine living your normal day and getting your car fueled up on demand seriously check out la startup refill fuel and enter code we are la tech for ten dollars off that's refill fuel it's amazing literally you can be anywhere and have your gas totally topped off the tank and not even have to deal with it. No more gas stations to go to refillfuel.com. That's R-E-F-I-L-L-F-U-E-L.com. Code We Are LA Tech for $10 off. We could not do this without the community believing in our vision together. We Are LA Tech is independently funded, funded by you, the community. So to support We Are LA Tech, go to patreon.com slash we are LA Tech. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash we are LA Tech. Welcome to the We Are LA Tech podcast. My name is Casey Bombasi, UX consultant extraordinaire, and I'm guest hosting the podcast while Esprit is out getting things done. And while she's out there getting things done, we're getting this podcast done and it's been great. So we're going to start with a new one today. We have Andy Cantos. Andy, and where are you from and what are you doing? Oh man, I'm, I'm all the way from Minnesota. I okay. came from Minnesota, moved out to California probably 13 years ago. Uh, and right now we're working on Ani.io. Uh, Ani's a social platform that allows you to find the friendships that really matter to you. Um, it's super cool. Basically, we just ask our users what they're into. Uh, we can take those interests and then now we can suggest friends to you based on what their interests are, what your interests are. But the really cool thing is, uh, so now other people can find you based on your interests. You can find others based on theirs, right? Uh, but the platform itself is really about connecting people in an authentic, meaningful way. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, nothing out there really is doing that right now. You know, you got like things like Facebook where it's, basically all ads and, and, you know, people you already know, (laughs) right. Right. There's like, there's like cat videos, right. That's what it is all day long. Yeah. Uh, you've got things like, uh, Instagram and snap, which are all ways to connect with people, but they're very superficial. It's, you know, from a distance. Right. And so what we've done is we've created a platform where you can really find the people who you can interact with and build real life relationships with. Yeah. Uh, super cool. We're super excited about it. And how do you, how do you go by doing that? Because that's, uh, uh, you know, being a UX designer, I know that is one of the biggest, that's like the, the right, unicorn right, right. out there of yeah, like yeah. getting people to, you know, who are not friends in this global world to become friends. What, what's your kind of secret sauce? Sure. So, I mean, takes place a lot in the kind of like the user sign up in our, in our flow, but, but basically you tell us what you're into. So, you know, you might be into uh, skydiving, right? That might be your, your solo interest, right? Yeah. So now other people can, you know, be searching for skydiving or say, for example, uh, we say oh, skydiving, that's an extreme sport. We can connect you now with people who are into rock climbing or, you know, mountain biking or things like that. Cause they're kind of mildly related. Yeah. Uh, and now you can build kind of a deeper sense of connection with these people. So, um, you, you'll, you'll search for somebody who's into skydiving, for example, your interest. Um, you'll see all the people who are also associated with skydiving. Uh, you can look at their profile, see all the other things you might have in common, click mm-hmm. on them, send them a chat message and all of a sudden start a, start a dialogue. And then hopefully 
that builds into something authentic. That's cool. And is it location-based? Yeah, we have location-based. Basically, you can, we've got two really cool filters. One is filter out exactly who you're looking for and exactly where. Uh Um, And then the second is uh, a feed filter, right? So the feed filter also makes it so that way anything that hits your feed page or your wall is, is basically exactly what you want it to be. So getting rid of, you know, all the stuff that doesn't matter to you. Yeah. Which is interesting. Uh, you know what I mean? That with the, uh, all the things that have been going on politically and in the world today, uh, how do you feel about, you know, uh, sort of the idea of filtering things just to your perspective, you know what I mean? And only getting sort of the bubble perspective. What do you guys, how do you guys feel about that? Well, we, we kind of want to just allow people to experience the world the way they want to experience it. Sure. Uh, but what's really kind of key in that is that, uh, you can create multiple profiles within your account, right? Okay. So I can have my, you know, my parents are completely different political view than I am. Yeah. Um, now I can take that, that information. I can create my own profile and then my profile I can use, uh, to maybe say, I want to have a discussion with somebody on the other side of the aisle. Yeah. I can actually make my profile anonymous if I want. Uh, so that way now I can go out there, have that authentic conversation with somebody, discover mm-hmm. more, figure out what makes them tick. Um, and do it in a way that um, hopefully doesn't piss anyone off right. <laughs> and, yeah. and doesn't work its way back to me, you know, in a, in a, in a hostile way. I can have an authentic relationship with them, uh, even though they, they, they don't really see eye to eye on something. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing. It's what we need. Right. And uh, I mean, again, like Facebook, Facebook's whole system is based on intentionally uh, putting you in front of people who uh, only have the same viewpoint as you. Yeah. Right. And so now we're allowing that to kind of. To be your up. choice, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's important as the user, being able to have the the choice to like, oh, I do want to see some things there. I do want to talk it, you know, talk about this, sure, and being able to do it, like I said, in an anonymous, you know, authentic, hopefully, ideally authentic. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, so, where did you guys come up? How did you kind of, uh, you know, why now? Uh, why that? Why this? Sure, you sure. Know? Uh, a few years back, uh, I'll give you, I'll give you the the Reader's Digest version. I went through a Jerry Springer level breakup. Oh, nice. uh, it was, it was, it was quite amazing. Yeah. Uh, and my whole life kind of shook to its core. And so I, I spent some time going to this coffee shop in Burbank, uh-huh. uh, called Priscilla's amazing little coffee shop. Uh, and every day I would read a book and I became known as like the book guy. Everyone would be like, what are you reading today? What are you reading today? Yeah. And eventually that kind of opened the door to, uh, some other people, some, some, some of the kind of wise old guys there kind of asking me more questions about the books. And then we started sharing and starting building these relationships and I thought, why don't I have this elsewhere? You know, yeah. how, why, why did this, why did this take this? You know, cause I'd searched during that kind of recovery period. Uh, I was searching for, you know, friends via Facebook. I was searching for friends via uh, meetup, you know, because the friends I had all have lives, you know, they, right. some have kids, some are going to school, some, you know, everyone's got something going on. How do I fill in my social circle? Well, everyone, you know, the people that I have are great, Yeah, but I just want a little more. Yeah. Right. And sure. so, so that kind of planted the seed in my head. I was like, you know, I've got this great group of friends here at the coffee shop. And the only thing we had in common are our love of coffee. Yeah. Right. And, and these books, right. And, and the group of people all share vastly different religions and political views and sexual orientation is just this huge group. So I said, why doesn't this exist? Yeah. And so luckily my best friend from like third grade, this guy, Isaac Marat, uh, I reached out to him and he was a developer at EA at the time. And I said, Isaac, uh, what do you think about this idea? It's a social platform that can help you build real relationships based on your interests. Yeah. And he goes, Andy, you've had a lot of horrible ideas in your life. 
He's like, this one though, this is a good one. This is a good one. And so uh, he ended up leaving EA and the two of us started developing this together. That's crazy. Yeah. And have you raised finances to do this part? Or are you guys bootstrapping? We've been bootstrapping uh, since the beginning. Luckily, Isaac's crew was pretty, pretty, pretty powerful in, sure. the, in the, the game world. And I uh, still maintain some of my connections. I, I come from the film world. Okay. Uh, so I work in, in sound. Uh-huh. Um, and so uh, I've been doing some work bootstrapping this basically paying for as much as I can. Uh, same thing with Isaac. Uh-huh. Uh, and now we're getting to the point where it's like, okay, well, we, we now have a finished product or near finished product. Yeah. Uh, entering into beta, starting to build some traction. Great. Seed round is coming up soon. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. And what are you guys, what's sort of the the plan? So it's just the two of you at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so you've developed it all, got it ready in a beta stage. And what's the kind of the plan for growth? Have you started grabbing users now or what have, how have you gone about getting users? Yeah. I mean, up until now it's been me pitching every single person uh, I can possibly meet on the streets or wherever. Uh, luckily we've got some really great connections at USC and, uh, UCLA. Okay. And so we're going to kind of do a little gamification there where we're going to basically say, Hey, whatever sororities or frat houses can start generating the most users for us. We're going to throw you a big party. Cool. So that way we kind of make it so like people kind of want to use it, test yeah. it out, and we'll start building up the, the relationship database as quickly as possible. Yeah. And what's really cool about that is when we first initially kind of started building this out, talking to people, uh, we got about 200 people to try to, you know, kind of fill out a questionnaire, yeah. share with us uh, what they're into, what they'd like. Uh, and we found that if people entered a total of 11 interests, they had like an 87% uh, likelihood of having at least one or two things in common. Okay. So the cool thing about that is getting back to your, your you know, your UI UX question. Uh, what we realize is most people have far more in common than they have apart, yep. you know? And so that's another thing that kind of the fragmentation that social media has done currently, it's kind of, we're so connected, right? Yeah. But it's pulling us apart. It's making us feel so separate. Yeah. And the reality is if we slow down and just say like, oh, this guy that I thought was so-and-so is actually pretty rad. Yeah. It gives you a whole new perspective on things. Yeah. A whole new place to connect. Yeah. And I think that's a really important uh, yeah. point to consider is that we've got all these social media things. And like you said, we're, we're connected. Sure. To what or to whom is the bigger question. Exactly. And to how. And at the same time, you know, what drives uh, monetization is, you know, volume. And what I mean by volume is, uh, there was a guy recently, uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He did a Ted talk and it was, he worked at Facebook Sure. and he was basically saying, you know, I've been responsible for, uh, a lot of this mess. Right. <laughs> you know, he's kind of taking responsibility. He'd left and he was saying, you know, what psych from a psychological perspective, what gets the most amount of attention is outrage. Yeah. And so he's saying the algorithms that we were programming were designed to provide outrage right. because that's what gets so much attention because we're in this, you know, massive world where there's a lot of, you know, noise going on. And so he's saying, you know, it's basically a race to the bottom. What attracts, you know, sort of the lizard brain, you know, right. in your Absolutely. instinctual thing is like, we got to hate and we got to yell at each right, other. Right, right, and, right. and we see how Facebook has really become that, you know, right. to the point where I was recently just, you know, and this is uh, sort of almost contradictory as a user UX designer is like wanting to be off of all social media. Absolutely. I'm just like, I'm so tired of, Reading, you know, I don't need one weird trick to, you know, to solve belly fat. You know what Absolutely. I mean? I just want to like, what are some people doing? You know what I mean? In a non-show-offy way of like, Absolutely. oh, cool, you did this great. But, you know, some people are just constantly flaunting it. And right. and uh, that's what makes it a turnoff. You know sure. what I mean? It's like, that's the point that sort of distracts us from true connection is like, 
uh, this is no good anymore. Right. And, and I mean, even look at it. I mean, to be fair, like, look at the platform. How often are people just recycling? Not only is it heavily ad based now, right? Right. Your, your wall is completely ads. Yeah. But now most people's posts are just recycling of other ads. Yeah. Right. So it's like, where's the authenticity? Yeah. Like literally the way we connect is say, Hey, I'm going to go hiking today, 530. Who wants to come with? Yeah. Right. It's it, you could text that. Right. But now the benefit we have is to say this puts out to your friend. But at the same time, now, if my friends don't respond, it's also going to hit all the other people who are into hiking yeah. and be like, hey, new friend, come on board. Yeah. Right. So it's like we're not saying your current group is not great. Your current group's awesome. Yeah. And, and bring them on. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like expand, just like connect. Like we, we aren't communities anymore. Right. How many people know their next door neighbor? Right. Right. Yeah. So it's like, we need to solve this because we're, we're a human species. Like we yeah, need to just love each other, man. Yeah, like, we're designed honestly, to relate. Right? You know I mean? Exactly. Yeah, like our, that's our primary function in life is to relate to other people. Exactly. We cannot just go and ignore each other on a day-to-day basis. Exactly. And, and, and call that good. And, and social as it is tricks us to think, oh, well, I see what they're doing yes. or I see what they're talking about. Therefore I'm connected. But that's complete fallacy. Yeah. Complete fallacy. Yeah. So yeah. We're just, we're just fixing that problem, man. It's right. going to be awesome. Exactly. Exactly. And just, you know, I mean, I, I always like to kind of try to ask, you know, interesting or hard questions at sure. least. You know what I mean? So, it, you know, it sounds like meetup in a sense. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So yeah. how would you say, well, we're different than or better than or, you know, sure. more specific than? Sure. So meetup uh, is a great platform. However, uh, there's a little bit of survival since we're talking about the reptilian brain, right? Yeah. Uh, even go back, there, there are parts of the world, even you don't even need to go back a hundred years. There are parts of the world right now where if a single person, just like me or you, walks into a pre-established group of people, there's a good chance we might get beaten or killed, right? Right. I mean, it, it's a sad truth of, of the world, but that's really what it is. Yeah. And so uh, that's kind of why we wanted to change it from being like me entering a group yeah. to, you know, me meeting somebody one-on-one. And then from there, you know, me and you get together. We know there's a pub down the street and there's going to be a bunch of music there tonight. You and I can go grab a drink. It's not going to be a big deal because we're together. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the, the thing that we really focus on is that initial one-on-one connection. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a great platform, but uh, it just misses the mark. I mean, Meetup as well also has a really high flake rate. The right. number of people who say they're going to go. And yeah. I think that's the main reason, you yeah. know, for a while they were trying to play with you know, how to change their advertising or make it a monetary based system. Like I'm going to give, you know, I'll, I'll pay to use the platform. Yeah. You know, the monetary incentive works, but it only goes so far. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, it, and it becomes at that point, as soon as you add a subscription, it becomes, is this a necessity? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, well, we're just going to push people away even further. Right. right? And uh, so what, speaking of that, how, how do you guys see monetization going? Sure. So we've got two things uh, that we're working with right now. So we will have ads, uh-huh. but the ads will never hit your feed page. Okay. Uh, we're trying to stay away from that because we don't want your main user experience to be polluted by that. So it'll only be an initial pop-up as soon as you get <laughs> yeah, Exactly. A big video yeah. with yeah. song and dance, right? Yeah. No. Uh, what the we, worst way to add, <laughs> just exactly, for the record. Exactly. No, what we decided to do is uh, create ads, but based on interest, right? So a user or, or rather an advertising client can say, hey, uh, again, we're a rock climbing wall. Yeah. We've also got bouldering and Thursday nights we've got music, right? Yeah. So uh, now when somebody searches for those interests, not only are they going to see the people who have that interest in common, but they'll also see an ad interlaced with the returns they get from the, the interest search. Yeah. Um, obviously if the, you know, 
the sponsor wants to add more interest, they can. Yeah. Um, you know, might be something like uh, EDC, right? EDC will list all their their DJs that you know are going to be at that event. Yeah. Uh, and then now, anytime somebody's searching for dance music or that particular artist, they're going to come to that result. Yeah. Um, I think it's a great middle ground. Yeah. Um, on top of that, uh, we're toying with the idea. We haven't solidified on it yet, but uh, doing some profit sharing for certain content creators based okay. around interests. Sure. Um, so there's certain, you know, we'll use Tony Robbins as an example. I love yep. the guy. He's an yep. amazing, amazing, uh, coach. And one of the cool things we could do with somebody like that is to say, Hey, here's your public profile. Because again, we allow you to create as many profiles as you want, yeah. uh, monetize some of those profiles. So to say, well, $1 a month, you're going to get a special video from Tony Robbins, yeah. uh, $5 a month. You're going to get a uh, live Q and a with Tony Robbins, uh, $10 a month. You might get this yeah. and then we'll do profit sharing with those, those content creators help them generate revenue for themselves and it'll help us yeah. keep the doors open. Yeah, no, that's great. I think yeah. that's a, a unique way to do it too, especially just through the searching and keeping it off, keeping it off the, you know, the feed page. Exactly. It's a big decision, first of all, Yeah, because that's going to be the most looked at thing. Sure, you know, sure, sure, sure. You're always going to be checking in on that. So eliminating the amount of noise on there will be a huge, yeah. like a, a huge benefit. Right. And, 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 and I mean, first priority always is our users, right? We want to make sure that they get exactly what they want, exactly what they're expecting, exactly what they need. We can figure out the money creatively yeah. as, as we develop. Yeah. Um, you know, it always has to be about the people first. Yeah. It really yeah. does. And I think that's uh, the hard part about that is a lot of people, everyone would say that. Sure, you know sure, I mean? sure, sure. Yeah, and, no, it sounds very cliche. Yeah. But, but you know, again, uh, you know, Isaac and I have been coming up with kind of weird solutions for things for years. Yeah. Um, and, and, just the fact that, you know, it's, it's a interest search-based ad system rather than, you know, the feed page, yeah. feed page one, I think is, is unique enough that it's going to, uh, not be, uh, an annoyance for our users. And, th and the beauty as well is, you know, as users are searching for these particular things, the click-through rate is going to be much higher because, Hey, I'm looking for this thing right now. It's right. not being pushed content. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I think, I think we're, I think we're in good shape with, with that decision. Yeah. Uh, for now. Yeah. And I agree. I think, I think it's a great start. And like I was saying, it's like, uh, the way you show that you really have user centered design is, is by making the decisions that you're making. You know what I mean? I think yeah. a lot of it's a, uh, being a U, UX specialist, uh, you, I see a lot of people who are like, yeah, well just, can you just UX it or something? You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, That's, yeah. Uh, I don't think you're missing the point. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, to make those decisions based on the user, you know what I mean? It goes back to the idea of empathy. Right. You know exactly. I mean? And empathy is putting yourself in somebody's shoes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. How, if I'm using this app, what do I want to see? Well, I don't want to see ads on the homepage, you know, on the feed Absolutely. page. You know what I mean? At this moment in time, it may grow, as you said, it may iterate and you may find that it's sure. people will accept some threshold or something like that. But a sure, lot of sure. people are trying to make decisions on behalf of somebody else, sympathy, which is not empathy, is exactly. like sympathy's like, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way, which right, 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 right. I feel like that's the way business has been done for decades. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Like, well, we're the company and you have, we kind of have you, you know what I mean? Kind of like sometimes with Apple, you feel like they're just giving you some sympathy of like, yeah, sorry, this is the way it is. There's yeah. no more headphone it's a thousand dollar phone. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. There's no headphone port. There's no electric, you know, charging exactly, port. There's exactly. nothing. It's a phone and that's exactly. it, you know? And it's like, oh, sorry, you yeah, know? Right, 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 right. And uh, there's always that fine balance of like, they're, at the same time, they are uh, ideally thinking of the best user needs of like, hey, if we can get, really, let's get something wireless. My right. wife's always telling me like, I thought this thing was wireless. What's well, like, what's well, got to be plugged in or it's got to have a battery. You right, know what right, I mean? right. So it's not totally wireless yet because we don't have that, you know, ability to send wireless energy across the room. 
uh, maybe without causing cancer or something. Yeah. But Rest in peace, the, Nikola Tesla. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're so close. And, uh, but the, just the idea of, yeah, having the user as the center focus and that's, what's going to make the, the app a success. Right. And are you guys doing uh, an, uh, you know, a mobile app and a website or how do you, so right you- now everything's been web-based uh, just because the way our, our backend works uh, we really thought it would be cleaner to structure it that way. Yeah. Um, as we get our seed going, that's when we're going to use that to start developing iOS and Android. Yeah. Um, but currently it'll just, it's, it's, it'll Project work on based. your, it'll work on your phone. It yeah. works on the web. Uh, Which I think, uh, I think is actually uh, kind of interesting because everyone's mobile first right now. Exactly. But at the same time, uh, what happens when people go mobile first is they go straight to iOS, right. you know, the uh, Apple app store and, uh, and then leave out Android, exactly. which, you know, limits that. But at the same time, it's like, well, if you have a browser based and it's dynamic, exactly. then you'll actually be able to get everybody. Exactly. And, uh, the only thing you miss is just sort of the app experience, you know, yeah, what I mean? but it, in reality, eh, I think it's a, I think it's a smart move in the beginning. Right. It, especially because it's harder to backpedal. Yeah. You know, it's really, really much harder to backpedal from there. So I think, uh, yeah, exactly. Putting, putting out the, the web-based first, Plus it's, you know, proof of concept. Exactly. Right? So we can, we can really work on our product market fit, making sure that, you know, frankly, we're still, you know, about to get into early beta. Yeah. Uh, so we really need to be sure that, you know, we're not providing people with things they're never going to touch, never going to use and, and being sure that, you know, things that are going to be used a lot are actually there. So like when it does go mobile, um, you know, people are just going to download it and start using it right away. Yeah. So we want to make sure that they're getting exactly what they want. Yeah. I think that's great too. Even, uh, the proof of concept is a huge thing. You know what I mean? Just constantly iterating it and refining it and making it better. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I said, it kind of comes back to the idea of we say a lot of things and don't do a lot of things. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Especially when it comes to apps and products and it's like, well, no, it's good as is. It's like, well, why don't you get out there and test it first? You exactly. Know what I mean? Talk to your see. users. Talk to your customers, exactly. right? Like at the end of the day, I, I know a lot of people who are like, oh, year got, years gone by and I just don't understand why I have no traction. It's like, well, when's the last time you talked to somebody? Yeah. There's, there's no communication there. Yeah. Which gets back to, it's like, you know, using our platform, it's just like, go out there, meet some people, yeah. talk to people. Like exactly. say you're the founder of this particular pro- product. Just yeah. go out there, have go a relationship. Starbucks. Yeah. Buy them a, you know, $5, $2 coffee and say, Hey, will you test my product for me for three minutes? You yeah. Know what I mean, tell me and what you think. Exactly. And I think a lot of people don't understand how simple it can be to really test your product. Yeah. You know, and I, I tell clients all the time, like, Hey, look, just go to the coffee shop on the corner yeah. and take people who have never been through your product and take it through there. And, and, you know, uh, one of the things I, I like to tell people is, is that user experience is not an opinion. Sure. It's not like I want this to be blue because blue is my favorite color. Right. I'm saying this is going to be blue because it tested the best and it's going to be this shade of blue because yeah. this is what the users are actually clicking through. And we've yep. tested three different you know times or whatever. Yep. And, uh, and so a lot of people are just kind of like, Oh yeah, you know, yeah, we want to be user centered or the right. user experience got to be great. And really they're not really understanding. They think it just still comes to the surface as it's just UI and user. The UX is always going to influence the user interface and going yeah. to make it better, but yep. it doesn't matter how nice it looks. I've seen really awesome products that look great, but have like no functionality. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and to find that balance is, is crucial and better. It's better to have, sort of a dumbed down, you know, simplistic UI at the beginning. Sure. A great user experience so that people can begin to, rather than it's like, imagine just having a, 
those fake cakes where they do the fondant, you know, on yeah, the top exactly, and then exactly. underneath it's styrofoam. Yeah, it's yeah. like, that's kind of what you've done here is you've made a styrofoam cake with fondant. You know, it looks really beautiful, but it's like right, right. cut into it. You're not going to eat that. Right, right, and right. people will spot that yeah. and as soon as they cut into it. And so having the the strong user experience from the get-go makes it a good cake through and through. Yep, definitely. And that's what the kind of things we want to. Tell me a little bit about, um, you know, why... Why you chose LA? Um, sure. Why you know? Why not Minnesota? Sure. The Silicon Lakes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Silicon every, Lakes. Yeah, everyone's yeah. kind of getting in on the Silicon yeah, uh, yeah, moniker yeah, yeah, nowadays. Right. No, actually, uh, my co-founder right now is currently still in Minnesota. Okay. Uh, he, as as we kind of went into development, we were trying to figure out how to cut costs as much as possible. Sure. And so he's like, "All right, I'm going to go back to Minnesota. I'm going to develop this. Like, you stay in LA because you got money to you know feed into this. So yeah. you know, it kind of worked out for the both of us." Um, you know, frankly, I've got a lot of friends up in San Francisco. Uh-huh. Um, I love it up there. Yeah. It, it's amazing. The energy's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but there's a there's a odd thing where it's like once you're kind of connected in LA, once you're starting to build the relationships that that matter in LA, mm-hmm. um, it's a very powerful city. It's a very fast city. There's a lot of wonderful people here who if you meet the right people, they can make things happen for you so quickly. Yeah. And the same things for San Francisco is just the depth of those connections uh, isn't necessarily there. Plus, this is a really fast growing market. Yeah. It's not as mature as, say, San Francisco. And I think there's a benefit to that here. Yeah. There's a lot of people who really want to start growing this. I mean, you guys, for example, this right. is an amazing, amazing platform. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't even recall how I found, you know, but but finally I started talking with Esprit and yeah. I've got several other friends who are like, you know, you gotta, you gotta know who these guys are. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, here I am, I getting a shirt in a couple of days, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love weird tech LA. Right. Yeah. But this is just a sign of a growing emerging market. That's so strong and so vibrant and so powerful. Like people want to be in LA. Yeah. Like LA is rad. Yeah. And I know? think you have, you know, from a, a geographical standpoint, the water is warmer. The yeah. weather is warmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You've got multiple beaches and you can get to anywhere from LA in like two hours. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, we can get to San Diego. We can get to Palm Springs. You can get to Catalina Island or, you know, North, if you want to go to Santa Barbara, you know, it's like, or in my case from Burbank to Santa yeah, Monica, or, yeah, two or, hours. If you want to get to, uh, <laughs> exactly. from the valley exactly. to the beach. <laughs> Monday morning, Burbank to Santa Monica, two exactly. hours. So, anywhere you want to get in LA is two hours. Exactly. Doesn't matter what time of day it is. <laughs> Uh, how do you feel LA has uh, accelerated the growth of the company? Uh, honestly, this kind of gets into, you know, one of the questions I know y- you'll ask a little later, but to be, to be completely honest, I went from, uh, and, and I really do feel like this is an LA thing. I went from uh, dating a girl to that girl introducing me to a professor mm-hmm. at Cal state LA, uh, who introduced me to a entrepreneur of a company, uh, a woman, Vicky Sue, who uh, runs Abitica. She is amazing. Uh, she introduced me to Valerie Wong, who is at Trinet. Um, these two women are powerhouses. Yeah. And they have literally opened the door to everyone and every idea that I need to know uh, as an early entrepreneur. Like These two have literally formed me uh, as, a, as, a, as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, most most cities, I would think that that would be much harder. I mean, yeah. LA is emergent enough that um, you've got a really great knowledge base here. Yeah. Um, but also so many people are so hungry and willing to give. It's not, it's not a, a scarcity mentality, right? Yeah. Where, whereas in San Francisco, I kind of feel like everyone's keeping things so guarded, so yeah. close to their chest. 
in LA, I mean, because of those connections, you know, I'm going hanging out with VCs around town and yeah. angel investors and, you know, not even necessarily pitching the product, but just building these relationships. And they're just so open to it. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. The vibe here is just wonderful. Yeah. And do those two ladies, uh, do you have their websites? Uh, Habitica is uh, H-A-B-I-T-I-C-A.com. Uh, it's a really cool uh, platform that allows you to kind of gamify habit building. Okay. Super, super cool. Right. Uh, and then uh, Valerie Wong is at Trinet. I think Trinet's just T-R-I-N-E-T dot com. Okay. Uh, it's, we'll have those in the show notes. Yeah, but yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's great. And I think I agree with you completely of just the idea that uh, you feel like it's a young, growing community. Yeah. And that... Uh, we, I've talked with Esprit about this uh, specifically, but we are LA tech and, and the tech community in general. It's like that for it to truly be a community, there has to be giving back. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise it's just taking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not the way it is. And so I'm always, you know, we're, we've talked about it and I'll come out in a podcast here in a little bit on the, we are LA tech podcast of just the idea that community has to be the res- reciprocal. You know, Absolutely. We have to be giving, we have to be receiving. And if we're not giving back, then we're not really helping the community out and it's just going to stifle it. You know what right. I mean? And that's Absolutely. where I feel like there's a good amount of that, that in LA, it doesn't feel like everyone is trying to hold their cards themselves. They're like, Hey, you're in this too. Cool. Let's, let's work together. How can I help you? How, right. You know, you can help me. And, right. and uh, I think it's a really cool thing. Right. It's, it's kind of based in the whole, uh, the filmmaker kind of mentality, right? It's yeah. like everybody who's an aspiring filmmaker is like, Oh, you do cinematography. Oh, you do sound like, let's like, like, let's put this thing together. I got a friend who wrote this great script. Yeah. Right? The same thing happens in tech here. It's like, Hey, I know these money people. I know this full stack engineer. I know this, you know, UX UI designer. Let's all come together. Let's put this thing together. Let's make this happen. This is yeah. a great idea. You That's know, it's, awesome. it's going into it, uh, giving more than you expect to receive. Yeah. And that's if you actually, do that, you'll never be disappointed. And that's an interesting, uh, interesting insight too, to the, you know, I mean, to the industry, the entertainment industry, you know what I mean? Yeah. In, in general of how that has sort of trickled into even the tech and the way we do tech, uh, tech community, which is a really great, uh, great insight. Tell me this, uh, what LA tech company or talent have you been the most impressed with? Honestly, I would say, uh, as I, as I shared before, uh, Valerie Wong and Vicky Sue, uh, these two women are so driven, so supportive. And so, uh, like their knowledge base, yeah, like master networkers. Um, the hustle is just so extreme. Uh, and honestly, I, I fully expect those two to be running the city one day. Yeah. Like they're amazing. They're That's absolutely cool. amazing. I, I trust them with everything. They're, yeah. they're great friends and advisors and, and they're just magical. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a great plug for them. And you know I mean? It's just the testament of people with character. That's exactly it. Out. Integrity. Integrity. It's, it's as, as absolute, absolute integrity. Um, and hopefully the Ani.co, Ani.io, excuse me, Ani.io, hopefully that will also be able to facilitate a lot of those kind of relationships. Absolutely. You know I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and it's really cool too. And, and this is kind of a, uh, I'm sorry if I shouldn't be plugging this Valerie, but, uh, uh, she has like a, a bi-yearly kind of house party, right? And it's all sorts of tech founders and, you know, CFOs and, yeah. know, and, and investors. And it's great. And everyone just gets together. We listen to music, we drink, we share, you know, experiences. And frankly, I've made some great friends from that. Yeah, that's uh, cool. And, and that's, again, that sweet connection. Like, hey, we're, we're tech founders. We're, we're going through the trenches together. Yeah. Let's, let's do something cool. Let's like, you know, support each other. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, if you have uh, one ask of the community, 
what would it be? So it could be, you know, Hey man, we're in need of this or, sure. uh, you know, one guy said, download our app, you know I mean? Just whatever. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I'll, I'll give you kind of a, a, a short little quick little list of it, which is simply like, uh, we're looking to start developing our team a little bit more. Okay. Um, so obviously, you know, the, the, the real thing is come use our app, but we really need to start building out our team. Sure. So, uh, we're looking for a full stack engineer. We're looking for somebody to help with UX UI. Uh, when, someone that does, that has some experience in designing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, also looking for someone. somebody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I might have to get you my card afterward. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, we're looking for some marketing help as well. Uh, okay. cause, cause getting it out there, making sure that we're getting some really strong engagement, super, super important to us. Um, and then obviously we're starting that seed round. So if anyone knows any investors who are, who right. are, uh, potentially interested in a company like this, uh, please let us know. You can reach me at uh, Andy, dot, Andy at Ani.io. Perfect. I was actually going to be my next question. How can people connect with you? There you so go. yeah, if you need to get connected with them, they're looking for developers, marketing, UI, UX, and, uh, and then you can download the app at, or you can just go to the website. Yeah, just go to the website. That's it. And uh, awesome. Well, thanks for coming in today, Andy. It's yeah, been it a real pleasure. great pleasure and joy and wish you all the best of success. Thank you so much, my friend. All right. Thank you. Cheers. We Are LA Tech is independently funded by the community. We couldn't make this happen without your support. If you too want to contribute to We Are LA Tech and see us making the podcast, building the mobile apps, creating the events year after year, consider contributing at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash We Are LA Tech. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.